0: for another episode of the welcome back podcast where we talk with people in the austin community and outside of the community about how they are disrupting and making work life better and more magical and i'm your host dr sweeney and today i'm joined with rj grimshaw who is the ceo of unified um, equipment finance and the lead business coach rj comes from a very unique and humble background like many business owners do working in a family business and under his leadership with Unify, uh, he has seen a five times growth in revenues in the, in the past or in five years. And now he's actually stepping into uh, bringing his skill set and his talents into helping others grow their businesses. And we'll also hear a unique term today uh, from RJ and and one where he he ties the, the differences between entrepreneur and entrepreneur. So uh, Good afternoon rj great to have you here and uh let's talk a little bit about it so yeah. first you know if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about yourself tell us a little bit about you and your company
1: well i appreciate the uh introduction there and and i was very fortunate and blessed to be uh, born into a family of entrepreneurs my dad owns several businesses and matter of fact his business plan handwritten business plan hangs above me in my in my office here uh in ann arbor michigan is where i'm based and um i was fortunate enough to watch what it takes to grow a business. Uh, matter of fact, my grandfather on my mom's side owned a, a soda distributorship back in the early thirties and forties. My dad's mom owned a floral shop. My uncle, uh, owned a knife. He was an, uh, optician. He owned several locations in New Hampshire. So it was just naturally, you know, born into that. And I just naturally was able to see it. So I took that skill set i uh, actually had my first business at the age of 23 which was a bar restaurant my oh, father wow. was absolutely nuts to allow us to do that but i i received my mba really in, in running a business he wanted me to go out and uh, on the job training meet with the attorney to set up the llc meet with the insurance broker to set up the appropriate insurance meet with the, the again the attorney in terms of the licensing process for liquor license so you know just a lot thrown at me uh at an early age but i was always a student of I wasn't a good student in the classroom, and I think you find that a lot with entrepreneurs, but yeah. I was a very good learner, and what I call a life learner, and I continue to do that, where it's just consistently always trying to improve myself, and then that, hopefully, I can uh, put that into people that I'm surrounded with.
0: That's great. That's great. Yeah. And and, and yeah, I can echo a lot of those uh, journeys in the school of hard knocks. So uh, that's great. So, you know, in, in your years here, you know, what would you say? And, and, you know, obviously uh, you've worked with many different companies, you know, as you mentioned, you know, whether you have been, you know, starting in in, in, uh, uh, the service industry, yes, that uh, the food and service, you know, I didn't know that as a history, that's kind of cool at 23, but also working in the corporate world, uh, you know, uh, and, and now where you are now working with clients, you know, working with other businesses, what are the big challenges that you've seen, you know, either both in your current industry as well as the clients that you're serving right now? What are the big things that you're seeing? Uh, the, the, now? the
1: big challenge that I see and everyone is seeing this is just in terms of engagement and a great resonation, right, in terms of mm-hmm. employees and your team members and here at Unify, uh, we've lost. We actually unfortunately just lost our first employee in two and a half years, which was oh, wow. unheard of. Um, And really that is driven by a concept that I continue to build out, fine tune and work on. And that is leveraging the term of entrepreneurship that you mentioned earlier, because the value of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs, what they bring to your organization um, is just absolutely incredible because the first the first part of that is that you know your team members within your organization feel that their voice is being heard, which is increases their discretionary effort as well as improves their engagement and their improvements. Three out of four team members in any company have great recommendations to improve the business. A lot of times entrepreneurship gets tied up under the term of just innovation because there's been so many incredible things innovated and created from entrepreneurship programs. But I really focus on the small to medium-sized businesses where again focusing on uh engagement, enablement, their voices being heard, and the power of your team members within the organization. Um, I, I've seen it uh we we've run uh unify under under this premise over the last five years, and we've grown the business from 70 million in revenues uh to this year we'll do approximately 120 million. And we're a small team. It's 15 team members here. So we're not a big corporate organization, but I've been able to see the fruits of this culture uh, internally um, uh, just really pay huge dividends, not for the bottom line, but for the team members because they're growing and they're knowledgeable and they want to learn and then give back to our customers, um, which is ultimately what we're trying to achieve is customer satisfaction to ensure that we're taking care of our business owners the best way that we can.
0: Yeah. And that it's such a great thing, you know, is that cultural relationships that that is such a, a big thing and, and, and it's becoming so more relevant in today's day and age, and especially coming out of a post-COVID era where, you know, so many workers have been maybe either remotely or this, that, and the other. But, you know, again, you kind of touched on it, and I kind of touched on it in our intro is using that word entrepreneur versus entrepreneur. And, you know, I gotta admit, you know, I was a little bit kind of like. Okay, I've kind of heard that word, but I really don't know it. So, and I'm sure maybe a lot of these people that have list, that are listening here, may have never heard that. So, if you don't mind, why don't you share a little bit about what delineates the two between that?
1: sure so it's really the same premise of an entrepreneur but what you're doing is you're doing it in the confines the same attributes and characteristics of an entrepreneur within the corporate confines of an organization so you're you are really running a business within the business so for example the head of our customer service department i've told her and i've given her you know julie all the power in the world to run her division that piece of it the way if she was a business owner however you have to identify your entrepreneurs first, and there's characteristics that you look for, and that's really what I do. I go into the organization because it starts at the top of the house, uh, from a leadership perspective, to develop this culture because it, it it's it, I my goal is not to have another buzzword, right? That we're buzzword out across yeah. the world and, and all these catchphrases, it's more around implementation. And the term entrepreneurship was founded uh, back in 1978 uh, by a gentleman by the name of, um, uh, boy, now I'm, I, I'm terrible, I've I, I, seen your moment there. Um, yeah. pit, pit, I'm sorry, if you could delete that, that's bad. Tristan, you're gonna have to work some magic there, buddy. You guys are good. I'll, we'll re it. We'll let you start over. All right. <clears throat> so it was a term that was developed in uh, the late 70s. And really, the, the the entrepreneur that you really, everyone can resonate with is Stephen Jobs. He was the gentleman that really took on this culture within Apple and really grew that. And there's other products such as 3M. The Post-it Note was actually developed by an entrepreneur within 3M. Uh, Doritos. Uh, or excuse me, Cheetos, the hot flavored Cheetos, was actually developed by the janitor at Frito-Lay. He came up with the concept, brought it, it built up enough courage to go to the CEO. He was making it at his house, brought it to the CEO. The CEO tested it and says, we need to get this to market. Now that janitor is a multimillionaire because the CEO treated that team member correctly and Mm -hmm. ensured that he took you know, that and and rewarded that person for that. And I could go on and on and on about different situations, but at the core of it, again, what we try and teach, or what we do teach is to deploy this culture within businesses, small to medium sized businesses. And that definition can mean whatever it does to different people, but it starts at the senior leadership perspective. And then you empower your employees to have a voice heard Now, with that being said, it's very critical that action is taken off those uh, responses. And we're developing, actually, we're developing a platform right now where you'll be able to capture those, measure those, reward those, because it's all about dopamine, right? We all want to give satisfaction back to our team members that their voice is being heard. And I mentioned earlier discretionary effort. Business owners that deploy this, and we see this, have discretionary effort Just absolutely go through the roof because now people aren't saying, Well, it's not my job description. Okay. However, with that being said, the entrepreneur has to be aligned with the vision, mission, and values of the organization. Because if you don't have that alignment, it will not work because people are pouring extra resources and time and passion to making the business better. But if they're not aligned, it just doesn't work. And I've seen that, unfortunately. So we really go through an exercise to ensure that the entrepreneur is aligned with that company's, like I said, mission, vision, and values.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, you know, as as I hear this and we're talking about, you know, obviously entrepreneur is all about people and the relationships and empowering the people, which, I, you know, it, this is all great. And I love all of that. And yet at the beginning there, you mentioned uh, you lost your first employee that you have in, in two and a half years. So my question to you is, you know, one thing that we hear a lot is, oh, my gosh, we can't find people. Um, You know, people are having a hard time, you know, locating good talent, good recruit, good help, good this to do to fill those. How are you hiring in your industry or, you know, for yourself? Are you guys hiring? It sounds like you're hiring for a person, what we call uh, uh, the personality. You're hiring a specific person that's going to come into this company culture that you have rather than trying to mold it the other way around.
1: That's, that's exactly uh, spot on. And, and we actually do, uh, we utilize an assessment tool called Predictive Index, which is an absolutely incredible tool. Uh, it has four main drivers of a person's personality. There's no right or wrong. It's, uh, it's really the four main drivers. And I don't wanna get into that to dilute what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, but however, we actually tested, bef- before the Great Resonation, we tested an A and B job description where we put that out you know the different boards indeed and and linkedin and things of that nature and the only slight change that we made for the same exact position was we labeled this as an entrepreneurship position and then we beta tested and see the type of candidates that we would receive and the quality of the candidate that responded to the entrepreneurship job description was absolutely amazing it went up tremendously because of the skill set because again this The world we live in today, post-COVID, people want to ensure that they're adding value to the overall organization. It's not about bottom line anymore. It's about they want their voice heard, they want to understand back to vision, mission, and values, that they're making a difference. And especially as the generations, as, as you go to younger people joining your organization, that's more critical now than, than ever before, especially when emerging talent. you You, to attract those individuals, They want to be in a culture and environment to be able to to make a difference, continue their life learning. Um, And again, so we now just we've done away with uh, job description without that term. And um, again, it's it's been absolutely amazing to to, to that little slight change.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So what would your advice be to maybe a company? that's wanting to, say, integrate some of these, you know, concepts of, you know, Reshaping their culture, reshaping their, you know, their, their roles and really trying to engage people that maybe, you know, they've been running archaically or, you know, they're really trying to shift their direction and, and get their, you know, as you, as you said with like, you know, your individual teams, you've got them, you've empowered them to giving them, you know, Hey, yes, we're working within the confines, but you know, you've got the, the ability to actually run this as if it's your own. So how do you, how do you propose or what would you say with like, say a small organization Organization, you know, that's out there that's going to be listening, of of integrating these, these, these skills and these concepts into their organization.
1: The selfish answer would be to call RJ or email (laughs) RJ, and and that's what we're doing. There's nothing wrong with that. But from a high-level perspective, it's really is if the CEO or the business owner has made that conscious decision that they want to deploy this type of culture within the organization, that they're 110% committed to that. And as soon as they're committed to that, then they have to go through a process of identifying within their team already if they have any entrepreneurs. And we coach to that. There's five characteristics that we coach to to identify these entrepreneurs. And if the business owner, or we come to the, the realization that he does not have or she does not have that within the organization, then we need to start you know, re-engineering the team to ensure people are in the right seat to use a, a buzz phrase and catch a phrase that everyone's familiar with. Then go out and start looking, identifying entrepreneurs now with that being said you cannot have an organization full of entrepreneurs that does not work either
0: okay chiefs and not enough engines
1: and not enough doers all right we call that functional versus vital you know the functional team member is that person that on a day-to-day basis is doing the core activities to ensure that the success of that business is moving forward your vital employees are your are your entrepreneurs that you do not want to lose because they add so much tremendous value to the organization, and they're really the the changers um, of the business. And then the business owner really has the greatest position ever; they can become the visionary, and they can continue that vision of where they want the the, the business to go from a direction. Um, and then again, your your vital employees will help you succeed, and really, they're the doers within the company.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah. And that's right. You, you got to find the right people, the right talent to do that. So that's awesome. That's great. So uh, other question, you know, I, I'm always reading books and business books, whether it's, you know, business books or even just, you know, great literature. I've got a couple of books right now I'm kind of going through. Um, and I always ask people, what what do they recommend or what are you reading? Right. What are you reading right now? Or is there anything that's been a favorite of yours or most recent?
1: Yeah. You, you know, I- my favorite of all time is still the e-myth. I I just think so many business owners get caught up working within the business and not on the business. And, and, you know, you take that and then you go to the one thing, um, an amazing book where you really just time block and focused on the one thing to move the business forward. And then Extreme Ownership by Jocko is another incredible book um, where, you know, it, it fits into the whole entrepreneurship ownership mentality uh, and not being a victim. So we take those three, combine them together, and I could go on and on and on um, of of different books, but if you really take those three in a bundle and then utilize those within your organization, um, you'll, you'll start to see change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, the E myth. I've met him, and uh, the one thing Gary Keller. Uh, I, I don't know if you know that, but I'm actually the corporate Cairo for Keller Williams Real Estate International here in Austin. So Hi. I've I've actually heard him speak. I've met him multiple times, and uh, got to attend many of their their workshops. So yeah, I'm buddies I'm with J,
1: with Jay Papazan, um, and and uh, I'm not sure if you know Jeff Woods, who used to be there as well. Yeah, um, but I'm buddies with Jeff as well. Uh, he's no longer part of KW, but uh, small world.
0: Yes. Yeah. So um, last question is, yeah, what what do you have that anything that you're that you're promoting right now? Anything that you'd like to share?
1: Primarily, you know, if, if any business owner, if this resonates with any business owner or even a corporate leader within a larger organization that wants to utilize this. Um, feel free to reach out to me at rj at rjgrimshaw.com. Uh, I answer all my emails personally or go to my website. I'm always updating in terms of articles, blogs. I'm also working on a book that will hopefully be out by the end of this year on entrepreneurship um, and how to deploy that in a workbook associated with that. Um, so there's a lot of things coming. You mentioned earlier, it's a term that people are somewhat familiar with. They don't quite understand it. And if you go over to the UK, um, it's, 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 it's a large, it's huge. So many companies are de- developing this type of program and I want to bring that to the United States. However, with a focus on the small to medium sized business, the people who drive our, our commerce across the country. And that's what we do at Unify Equipment is finance their equipment. And that's my, my guiding North star is helping business owners uh, that want to be helped and want to take action and uh, make, make the world a better place for all of us.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, RJ, I appreciate you being on here and it's it's been great. And uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate your, your time and your talents and your skills. And uh, thanks for being on here. And we'll talk real soon.
1: My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Absolutely.